is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fish out of water podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish at Water This is Fish at Water Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Fish Out of Water, this is Ryan. Uh, this is Jeremiah. And today we have an extraordinary guest yeah. with us. Um, he was a, he's a comedy writer based in LA, he's written for projects from DreamWorks, Cartoon Network, he hosts a podcast called 25 Minutes of Silence, Boom. as well as, from this very podcast network, You Should Love Wrestling, Mr. Joey Clift. Yeah, well, hey, Joey. Twenty five minutes of silence is actually also on this podcast network. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. great! Two podcasts yeah. on this very podcast network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're both we're all friends with Stephen Perlstein. <laughs> he runs the podcast network. I don't yep. know who that is. Who's Stephen? Uh, Stephen Perlstein. <laughs> you have to get closer. You have to oh. eat the mic. Oh, yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. got it. Got it. There we go. Uh, so, how, yeah, how are you guys doing? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. You're yeah. the. I think that's. That shows how horrible of guests we are that you actually had to ask us how we are before we asked you. Yeah. One, you're not the guests of this podcast. Yeah, first of oh, all, first of all, we're not, we can't be horrible guests since we're hosting uh, this. Yeah, um, man. But you could say we're terrible hosts. A terrible hosts. You, you know go. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, so I want to know a little bit about some of this. So part of what you do that I find really intriguing is – what's the correct word? The uh, – the, let's see, I'm a let's see, I'm, I'm a window washer. Yeah, you're no the odd. Like, it's that you do. I mean, in my head, you do Andy Kaufman esque bits. I don't know how else to say that. I don't know what the word for that is. But um, and some of the great stuff you've done that I've really appreciated was I've watched you throw uh, burgers of some sort at an audience. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, you have uh, shaved your beard off, grew a beard, yeah. shaved it off, grew it with the intention for the bit, shaved it off, and mailed it to a senator. You hijacked Garfield's Twitter account. I mean, yeah, Garfield's Twitter account. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you host a podcast that you sit in silence on. Yeah. So um, what sort of led you to this style of comedy? <laughs> What's the path that leads one to that style uh, of comedy? Okay, so I think the short answer is I get bored real easy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, a lot of that stuff, it's like the beard thing. I Like, I didn't grow – like, I didn't – I. I grew I grew out my beard and then I mailed it to uh, Ted Cruz, who at the, t- at the time was running for president. And then when he withdrew from the presidential race, I emailed him asking for my beard back, um, <laughs> and I uh, received no response either time. Um, but that's something where I didn't like. I didn't like start growing my beard with like oh in six months when the presidential race is in full swing. Oh, I thought you did. Oh no, that's, that's a crazy person. That's <laughs> pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah, no, it was like. I just, I feel like I get bored easily, and I'm also somebody that, like, wants to use, like, every part of the buffalo. So, like, uh, I grew out my beard for six months just to do it, um, just because, like, I'd never had, like, a long beard before. And um, once I had about six months, I just sort of got tired of it. So, I think I posted on Facebook, like, oh, I'm going to shave my beard off. Uh, If anybody wants me to mail it to them, I'll do it. And then I just posted on Facebook, because I do a lot of stuff, like... Like, oh, I'm shaving off my beard. How can I make that into a bit? How can I do like a bit with that? Right, right. And then 
one of my friends, uh, Jesse Klein, very funny writer, performer. Yeah, um, I know Jesse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he responded, you should mail it to Ted Cruz. And then I was like, okay, that's funny. So then I posted on Facebook, if this uh, gets 200 likes, I'll mail my beard to Ted Cruz. And it got 200 likes within like, I don't know, minutes. <laughs> so I don't know. So then I like documented it, took pictures of me like shaving my beard off. Um, I filmed myself putting it into the mailbox just so people like knew that I wasn't messing around. Uh, knew that I actually did it and I wasn't right, just mailing. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, like uh, the Garfield thing is kind of similar to that. I uh, like, I did this bit on Twitter for a little while where like, I thought it was really funny to interact with brands on Twitter. So I would tweet at like Clorox bleach his Twitter account. Just like, Oh, my favorite thing in the world outside of my wife and kids is Clorox bleach or something. Like, I don't have a wife and kids, but like something where I'm, I'm trying to get them to either like it or respond or retweet it. Right. And then just while I was doing that, while I was trying to think, figure out random brands, I just noticed that the Garfield Twitter account isn't verified. So like, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to change my handle to Garfield official because there's no distinction between either of them other than their handles actually at Garfield. It's just the kind of the Twitter name. And then uh, for a couple of weeks, I just posted Garfield facts every once in a while, just like Garfield fact number seven. Oh, he's a dog. And, stuff <laughs> like that. and then while I was doing that, I noticed that the official Garfield Twitter account was doing a Q and a and like the, it was for, you know, a week later or something like that. And I realized like, Oh, like, there's like not going to be anything to differentiate their answers from my answers. If I answer their questions in this Q and a, and also there's like a marketing team there. So like, they're probably going to like, there's probably a team of people they've got to like get approvals for, for like what they can write or what they can't write. Like, you know, there's probably like a writer's room of people that are right, like, so Oh, you like, can well, beat them to yeah, the punch. So, so I could beat faster. them to the, I could beat them to the punch and nobody will know the difference. So I answered all the questions in the Q and a before they could. <laughs> And, um, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, she makes me laugh. Yeah. And my, my favorite part about it is, um, I, I'd started doing it. And like, once I'd been doing it for about five or 10 minutes, they tweeted at me, like, step aside the real fat cats in the building. Yeah. And then I responded like, don't listen to him. He's a fake account anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I just, I, I get bored and I like screwing with people. So it's sort of like the, those things combined equal hyper committed internet bits i guess do you That's think great. you're on some list now for sending i don't know i feel like with ted cruz do they have like a like a watch list for people who send ted cruz like weird shit i like, mean okay so i actually did i did research on this and it's not illegal to send somebody hair mm -hmm. i mean though when i when i searched this i just found like a yahoo answer that was like is it illegal <laughs> to send hair in the mail and the response was like uh, no, but don't do it. That's real weird. <laughs> and then, um, I like elite daily did a write up on it. So I like, when I was answering their questions, I wanted to just like have more legal standing on it than that. So I Googled, Googled it again. And that Yahoo answer was the only thing that came up. <laughs> so maybe that's illegal, yeah. but, uh, you know, uh, am I on a list? I, I doubt I'm on like a watch list, but I feel like if I, if Ted Cruz was like, having a dinner or giving a speech someplace and like I showed my ID at the door, they would probably cross reference it on something and not let me in. Right. Like I feel like it's like the low level of watch list. There, yeah. There's something. Yeah. There, there, what you never know. Like somebody yeah, had have, 
Go ahead. I was just going to say, people have got done way worse and gotten through the checkpoints of of, of senators and other yeah. politicians. Yeah. Uh, somebody had a really bad moment that day. Like, somebody yeah. that received that package. Yeah. I guarantee like, they x-ray all that uh, shit. Well, yeah, and they, that's the thing. They x-ray, and they go, what the hell I, is this? And they have to get this, whoever it is, yeah. the robot or whatever. Yeah. No, they wouldn't get a robot. I mean, whatever. I don't know. But yeah. I also put uh, in the bag with the hair, I put $1. Because <laughs> I knew that they were going to make some intern fish that out. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, yeah, they didn't toss it. They're like, well, there's a dollar yeah, in there. Like, yeah, fish through some random dude's hair. You should do it now, like on a every five years. You just send him hair. <laughs> just, just send it's him always your, Ted yeah. Cruz. It's always Ted Cruz. Like that it's guy that used $1. to yeah. send Donald Trump jokes about how, how small his hands were whatever it was for yeah every yeah. year or whatever yeah 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 uh yeah so i don't know i could be that guy that's fun yeah. that's fun yeah. yeah um the long-standing tradition of, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm really just carrying i'm the standard bearer for whatever that guy did right yeah 20 you know it's like you're 75 years old talking to your grandkids and you're like Every five years, like Ted Cruz is dead, Grandpa, and be like, I, yeah, just I like, go I'd to like his leave grave, it, leave it on his gravestone, <laughs> yeah, I sprinkle it over yeah. his grave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's the future I have to look forward to. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were talking a little bit before you came on about sort of how it feels like, um, a lot of like great punchlines or great joke setups have already been done, and so you're trying to find a way to. You said it so eloquently, and I'm just going to butcher it now. <laughs> um, you found a way to sort of uh, make people laugh at the process, not the joke. Like, that was something you were sort of working on. Yeah, well, I've, I've always done stuff like that. Like, I feel like the thing we were talking about is, like, I think it's, uh, like, if 10 people tell jokes about, like, you know, Trump, like, peeing on someone or getting peed on, like one of those jokes isn't going to be viewed as incredible or groundbreaking or anything. They're all just going to be 10 jokes about like Donald Trump getting peed on or whatever. Like, I think that, um, something that at least I found useful just in like, you know, in my career and my like life as a comedian is, uh, like it's important to do things that are funny to say you did as well as funny in what they are. Right. So, um, an example would be, uh, like, when uh, our friends uh, Nick, Liver, Liger, Nick Liger, Stephen Perlstein, and I are in a sketch group called Local Business, and um, a couple of years ago we released a complete album parody of Kanye West's Jesus album, where instead of him thinking he's Jesus, he thinks he's Santa Claus, <laughs> and um, we called it Creesus, and it's like it went crazy viral. It was on like the front page of Reddit and Washington Post did a write up on it and stuff, and um, that's something where it's like just the idea of that is funny, and then actually doing it is also is like right it's like it's like the idea is funny and that you did the idea is funny it's like like a like a back home you and your friends all sitting around being like would it be funny if we did this shit but you never actually did it yeah and then actually just take that extra step in doing it yeah it's like i feel like that's sort of my that's like the that like the pocket i found myself in um as far as just like making comedy stuff and i've like i've always done that like when i was in college like i ran for like the president of my school and like I noticed that everybody was running a president ticket, like a president vice president ticket. Yeah. And um, I definitely realized that like, oh, the more popular people won uh, every year because it's like I don't know, it's like college, so it's right. a popularity contest. And so I was like thinking to myself, oh, that'd be why don't I just like run with like 
a, like co-presidents and co-vice presidents so there are four people on the ticket that way like more people will vote for us because four people have more friends than two people <laughs> and there was nothing in the constitution that said that we couldn't do it like you know like ultimately we were blocked because like the guys who were really running were just like what the fuck like yeah they had a bunch of friends that were in the like on the like the you know the the student supreme court or whatever right. that like but it made it all the way to that. But you know, it's stuff like that where it's like uh, so you, you like push the the rules. Like, yeah, yeah. You like to say like, oh well, it doesn't not say I can't. Yeah, you're just pushing the boundaries of what yeah. People... Well, it's like uh, see what everybody else is doing, and then try to think about what people aren't doing. Because mm-hmm. it's like you know, you have uh, ten jokes about Donald Trump getting peed on. Like, even if it's not a better joke, if you have one joke about like somebody shitting in Mike Pence's mouth, it's gonna do. <laughs> Bet. it's like gonna yeah. be better because it's a different thing right mm-hmm. and i can swear on this podcast right yeah you, yeah oh, of course yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah and i think the reason I, i've been trying to figure out what about because it's not you're not doing the same thing andy kaufman did but you but i figured out what in my head it is that makes me feel that way is it the, it's the reaction that it creates the react part of what's funny to me about some of this stuff is just getting to fantasize about what the reaction is if that makes sense like how so? Uh, Ted Cruz opening up, opening up, or one of his people opening up an envelope full of hair with a dollar bill in it. That moment, I guarantee, if you were in that room, would be hilarious. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, like that. <laughs> Ted Cruz ships sips through all of the mail. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, a donation. I haven't had one of these in years. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff is really, really funny to me. Uh, the people in the room. Uh, the actually are running Garfield's Twitter account that realize oh, yeah. you somehow have the upper hand. That makes the bit totally worth it. Yeah, like I feel like I really pissed off one Garfield social media coordinator. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't know. It's fun. It's like that to me is that to me is like more. It's more like fun and creatively fulfilling than trying to write like you know the tenth sketch that's like a job interview sketch or whatever you know. Yeah, um, that's, uh, you know, it's like just do like stuff that's, do stuff that like you think is funny, but also stuff that's like different. Yeah, for sure. What's the most backlash you've gotten out of a sketch with this mentality? Okay, so uh, what did I do? Last year, I, um, it was like around June when um, all of those like fake concert Facebook events were happening. Oh, oh yeah. I remember yeah. That. I know exactly. Yeah, it was like yeah. Limp-, Limp Biscuit playing in the oh, know, yeah. gas station gas parking station, lot. Right, yeah. So, uh, before that, before they were crazy popular, I think I was the third person, the third or the fourth person. I made a Facebook event that was like, "Smash Mouth is going to play a concert in the dumpster behind Gelson's in Hollywood," mm-hmm. and I uh, had Nick design like a nice graphic for it. I, uh, you know, like put the event up, and it got like you know a couple of thousand people that said they were going to it, and the bit definitely like you know definitely took off as those did. And um, the week of it, I was thinking to myself like. Oh, I don't think that any of these people that have done this have actually like tried to put on a concert. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of like they make the event and that's it. So uh, I reached out to my friend Hunter Altman, who has like a pretty funny Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth impersonation. Had him record some promo videos that were like, like, "Hey, Smash Mouth fans, you mm. want to be an all star with me? Come on to you know whatever." Right. And uh, posted those on the event. And, um, and like, I earnestly, I tried to book Smash Mouth for it. Like I emailed their manager and was like, how much would it cost to get Steve Harwell to just show up to this? And, uh, I couldn't get him. So I, uh, 
booked Hunter to do it. I talked about doing a, him doing a set. So like he karaoke'd like three Smash Mouth songs, like while the songs played from his car stereo. <laughs> and um, like we really hyped up that it was going to happen. Probably like a dozen random people I didn't know showed up. And then um, I took a picture of everybody that was there. And um, the next morning I posted it on Reddit with the headline, I posted a fake Smash Mouth concert on Facebook and the real Steve Harwell showed up. It got to the front page of Reddit, got within hours, like 200,000 views for the, for this picture. And um, with Hunter in it, Hunter's yeah, with Hunter dressed up as Steve Harwell, right. uh, like for the first hour, people were like, oh, that's so cool that he would do that. Oh, I don't really know Smash Mouth that well, but that's really cool that like the lead singer of Smash Mouth would do this. And then after the first hour, <laughs> people started to kind of put together like, wait a second. Why is the lead singer of Smash Mouth not wearing shoes in this picture where he's standing in a parking lot? And then like an hour or two later, somebody would be like, hey, like I saw Smash Mouth in concert a little bit ago and Steve Harwell had short hair then, but he has long hair here. That's weird. And then like after four, after four or five hours, and it was in like, I, I just kind of like brushed it off of like, yeah, I thought that was weird too. Or like, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird. He wasn't wearing shoes in this picture either. And then finally, somebody posted like, wait a second, the real Steve Harwell has tattoos. This guy doesn't have tattoos at all. This is a fake. <laughs> Followed by hundreds of, or like probably a hundred comments that are just like, they're just like fake. Oh, like this isn't real. What the fuck? You know, like yeah. stuff like that. But I think it's so funny that Hunter Altman is like in his mid twenties, like Steve Harwell's in his mid fifties. Like, and that's not the thing that anybody brought yeah, up. Like, and it took people hours to make the connection. So then, you know. I got many a uh, many an internet death threat off of that, but whatever. Really? <laughs> I mean, For that. Yeah. Why yeah. would they? It's I mean, the if, the Sma- if the Smash Mouth fans, it took them three hours to figure out the lead. You know, one guy in the band isn't in this picture. Yeah. You know. That's that's their fault. Yeah, exactly. shame yeah, like, on them for being like, hold on a second, like this doesn't make sense. Because like, I read that Facebook event. And given I kind of, I guess maybe I know everybody that's involved, sort of, or at least yeah. in the, they're in my peripheral. Yeah. Uh, so I sort of was immediately like, this isn't real. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even give it two cents. I was like, I wonder what kind of bit they're going to do here. Yeah. So the fact that it took people three hours to look at a picture of a guy 30 years younger. Well, and like, what's funny about that to me is that, um, they're like, the reason that I posted it on Facebook with that text is I knew that people were going to upvote it without looking at it. Oh, yeah. So I got like, you know, like a thousand or whatever upvotes. Like I knew that people were just going to be like, oh, that's nice. And then click on it. And like. What did you post it in in Reddit? uh, uh, Reddit funny, like r slash funny or whatever. Oh, cool. So Um, it was in a comedy thing that people took seriously? Yeah, but it's like Reddit's dumb. It's like r slash funny. That's like people will post. It's like people don't post like sketches in there. People post just like this picture of this dog that looks real sad or whatever. Yeah. You know? uh, okay. So it's like, Oh, it's funny. This guy showed up. Like, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't, it's just like that sort of, there was like a fight in the comments that I thought was really funny. That was like people being like, this is clearly a fake. And then other people being like, this is on Reddit. Funny. What do you expect? <laughs> right. You know? Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like it's, it, it was funny to me. It was like, Oh, I know that this will work. Cause like, the headline for this is something that I would upvote if I was looking at it. And I probably wouldn't look that hard at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I knew people were going to figure it out very quickly. Right. But like, I just thought it was, fu- it was funny to see how far I could go with it. Yeah. That makes it all worth it. Yeah. yeah. That's funny about crafting um, Reddit 
headlines. I mean, it's like, I guess it's like clickbait. Excuse me, sorry. Clickbait, right? Yeah. Like, there's a there's an art to writing quick oh, yeah. headlines that are like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll, well, it's I'll like Red, Reddit, uh, like Reddit likes personal success stories. So if you posted like, you know, if you posted like uh, on Reddit, like let's say you have an improv show or whatever, and you posted it in like the Los Angeles subreddit, and you said like five bucks improv show, super funny, be there. That would get less traction than my friends and I've been practicing improv for about six months. We've got our first show coming up real soon. We're really nervous about it. You guys should check it out. Like Reddit likes stories of personal triumph right, right. more than they like being marketed to. Right. Gotcha. Um, so that's it's like, you know, that's sort of a way to game the system is just like, I'm going to do that with every post I ever do. Oh, that's what I do. Like, uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, maybe uh, edit all of this out. <laughs> um, no, it's like, uh, like, you know, people like, I think at Reddit, in Reddit specifically, people like to know that their stuff is coming from a person instead of like a marketing firm. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I think that that's just like true of the internet as a whole is like people respond less to uh, like people like the story of something more than they like the thing. So like, uh, I forget which, who it was. It was like a kind of a moderately known rapper uh, that like, there was a music video that he made that got to the front, like the top spot in the front page of Reddit. It didn't get onto the top spot because it was a music video by this moderately known rapper. It got to the top spot because the title was, uh, I was the editor of this music video with this, whatever the rapper's name, with whatever the rapper's name is. And he didn't show up to a single day of shooting. So I did my best. Here you go. And the music video was like very much like, it was like, Shots. It was all the B-roll from the music video with text on screen that was like, I pitched this to him at a party that he would show up here. <laughs> and, you know, and he said that was cool. And the day of the shoot, he didn't show up. <laughs> so here's the, like, here's our key PA writing in this truck where he would be. Just picture that's him. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, that's something that would do well on Reddit because it's like the story of it yeah. is funnier yeah, than yeah. what the music video would have been. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's clever. It's like a super funny thing that the guy put. It's like you're saying, yeah, you put a lot of effort into still yeah. shooting and editing this thing. Yeah. The gimmick is that the fucking guy <laughs> didn't show it. up. That's yeah. so good. That's but ridiculous. it's like the story of it yeah. is like, it's like, it's like that is funny and that he did it is funny. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, more so than just like a setup punchline joke or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's um, interesting. Do you so, ever craft ideas or like, do you, are you a big Reddit person? Like, do you follow a lot of like comedy related subreddits or um do you ever post on stuff like for ideas or prompts or anything like that for to help your writing or to test your writing out maybe i mean i i used to like um i used to do something where like i think i would post uh there was this thing that was popular on reddit for a little while uh where people would like somebody would post like a today I, you know what a today i learned is yeah, yeah til so, yeah so like so like somebody would post like okay. a TIL or whatever and people would post sort of like, uh, just like, uh, I think it's called flash fiction where it's like you write, it's flash fiction where you just write some, write a fiction piece really quick. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. Not slash fiction, which is porn, but like, uh, flash fiction. <laughs> Wait, slash fiction, Sla slash fiction is porn. Yeah. It's like, if you write like, it's like a, I think slash fiction is like, I don't know if you want to write, 
a short story about like I don't know like Sonic the Hedgehog and Harry Potter fucking like wait you know that's what like slash fiction is it's like fan pornographic f- fan fiction oh I uh, thought all fan fiction was pornographic no oh yeah it's fair I mean yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I mean really why would it most of it probably is um, yeah. but uh, so I did this thing and it was like popular where like I would follow Reddit today I learns and then. If like something was like near the front page or on the front page, I would just write out like sort of you know a couple hundred word short story based on that, and then if that got a lot of upvotes, then I would write like part two, part three, part four, part five, and um, like that's something that I just did as sort of like a writing kind of like a personal writing challenge, and I got like in a couple of like magazines and stuff off of it. That's really cool. Yeah, I've seen those go pretty big. Like yeah, it'd be like part six of this. Yeah, I've like, seen those prompt. like. Uh can't sleep or whatever they're called yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like so, like i feel like reddit as a community has grown more over the past years where there's more of like a place for that it's like there's even like a reddit writing prompt subreddit yeah we actually um, use that every once in a while yeah, yeah yeah but it's like this is like before that subreddit existed people would just do it on today i learns mm-hmm. or like other things and like i just started doing it like off of that before the writing prompt subreddits just to, you know, kind of give myself something to do. When you I was would like, post it on the Today I Learned? Yeah, just like it would yeah. be one of the comments. Oh, and it would gotcha, usually gotcha. get like voted to the top pretty quick. Gotcha. And then um, people would be like, oh, fuck, this is great. And then yeah. I would write, you know, part two or part three or like as many parts as I could get away with without my boss wondering what I'm doing instead of doing actual <laughs> work. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Um, and I think that stuff like that, it's like when you first become a writer, like, and you don't have necessarily the shows the sketch groups the you know the jobs the etc that can kind of like feed that want you just got to get it out wherever you can yeah so like i used to do something on facebook where i would just post like uh post a one word suggestion and i'll write a short story about it and um like i had like a tumblr account that i ran for like a little while where just whenever anybody would post a one word suggestion i would write like a 250 word story using that suggestion is like uh it's like what four paragraphs yeah you know not long 250 to 500 words or whatever yeah and um you know it didn't take long but it just kind of like got the gears going yeah that's cool yeah that's a great use of social media too as opposed to like pictures of your food yeah you know what i mean yeah or like selfies i always feel like i don't know it's like we were talking about this with kate when we had kate on was man nah, i don't think like anyone gives a shit about what i have to say like in a Mm -hmm. you know in a like hey tell me yeah like so you would just give any kind of like you just get any suggestion yeah of what and then write whatever you wanted to yeah yeah and then would you post it as well yeah say i would get to the part of (laughs) not i would never start that anyways because I, i lack confidence in being like no one cares about what i would write after it but you know but i guess like that that one person that gave you a one word suggestion would care. Yeah. Oh, I guess like, you know, yeah. uh, it's like why improv is, I mean, not why improv is popular, but it's like, you know, the people, uh, outside of the theater don't care that like, you know, uh, insert improviser did like a real funny scene off of the word pineapple that some guy in the audience shouted, but like everybody in the room cares. Cause like, it feels like it was made for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like trying to explain improv. It's never that's good. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real good way of looking at it. I just, 
you know, it's it's a dumb dumb thing in my brain that I think about, but it is one of it's those. It's a dumb thing in everybody's brain that they everybody thinks about. I right? Think. Yeah, I think I'm not alone with that. But that is like if you can get over that hurdle, especially because the whole purpose is to be like, hey, I want to become a better writer, so give me yeah. something that I can, you know, put out there. But also, like, I feel like people, um, like, like I know how it goes to have that feeling of like, you know, everything that I'm doing is dumb. This is like this is like sketch number 10 about whatever topic that like SNL has already made five sketches about, but like, like it's not nobody's, I mean, the vast majority of the world is, isn't going to care because there are 6 billion people in the world and most of them don't have your reference base. But like, there are probably five or 10 of your friends that are going to love it or a hundred people that also are really into MMA or whatever, or like, you know, it's like, uh, or your friends or family will care. It's right. like, I always, uh, like, it annoys me when people talk about, like, post about writing or acting or whatever on social media, but they don't, like, do it. Or, mm -hmm. like, they don't, like, show their work. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that, like, every pilot that you write, you need to, like, put up on Google Drive and let everybody read it. But, like... I mean, that's something where it's like a picture of the title page or whatever is fine, but it's like, don't spend so much time talking about writing that you don't write. And like, I look up to those people that write, yeah. you know, those people yeah. that like make things and aren't like worried about the, like, like those people that like do stuff. Yeah. You the know? doers, not the talk the shit. Yeah. 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 It's like, I've, I've, and I've, I feel like I've met a lot of people that like they talk about how they like really want to write like a UCB spank show or mm -hmm. like they've got a book idea or like they just have an idea for a sketch or whatever. And they don't like put it up. Like the people that I admire, regardless of whether it's good or not, are those people that like, I see it not too shabby or go sketch yourself or whatever every week, like just like hustling and grinding it out. Or those people that like, you know, make weird, dumb Instagrams or vines or Snapchats or whatever, just to like, just cause like, they were bored and they thought it would be funny to make this. Right? Yeah. There's something about that to where you just have to be, I th it's weird. Like you, I've gone through phases of writing to been where I'm like, well, I, I should be wanting to like, I guess you have like different reasons or different justifications on why you do it. And part of mine is like, I really enjoy it. I like, I like doing it. I don't give a shit what other people think. And then there are other ones like, no, I do care what people think. I want to make people laugh. Like right. that's, but like doing the stuff, the Snapchat, the quick things, which is like, I think this shit's funny. And this is what I'm going to do. It's what I did when I was younger. Like yeah. I, I would make videos and, and just do stuff that I thought was funny. I wasn't trying to impress anyone else. It was just like, I want to shoot something and do it for fun. And yeah. I've yeah. lost a little bit of that, I think over, yeah. you know, when I think that, I mean, I'm speaking only from my own experience, but I think that that's important. And I think that like, there are so many people that you could tell, like they make things cause either they think it'll get them on a house team or they th like, it's like they make something not because they thought it was funny, but for they, like they made it for uh validation as opposed to their own for personal sure. validation. Right. Like, oh, I see that all the time. Like yeah. I've, I mean, you know, like I, uh, this isn't like crass or anything, but I've, I've written on like house teams for three of the major theaters in Los Angeles. And like, I've written on shows at shows on shows for like every of the theater, every, every theater in Los Angeles, except for Acme, I think. But, um, like I didn't start getting a lot of really solid writing work until I came up with a podcast where guest and I sit in silence for 25 minutes. Like, 
that's a thing like being on house teams is cool and good but like the podcast is something that like oh i think that's very funny mm-hmm. right um you did it for yourself you weren't like oh i'm gonna make a podcast where i sit in silence for 25 minutes and then dreamworks is gonna hit me up or yeah. like a, a company is gonna hit me up and you just did it because you were like this is super funny to me. yeah 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 when like uh, as far as like nerves and stuff goes like i think it's important for uh people to have like just like an inner circle or like people that they trust Mm -hmm. so it's like you know like i have like five or six people on facebook that i'll like hit up if i have a dumb idea and i'll be like hey would it be would it be funny if i like started a podcast or a guest and i sit in silence for 25 minutes or like oh would it be funny if i mailed my beard to ted cruz and you know there are a couple people who just i've worked with before whose opinions i trust that i hit up about that stuff and that that allows me to kind of cross that hurdle of like, nobody will care about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause once you get one other person to be on, at least that's how I feel like if I yeah. get one other person, I'm like, all right, so I'm not the sole idiot who thinks about this. And it kind of helps you like want to be that doer and actually go out and make yeah. it. Right? Yeah. When it's just like, you know, I mean, if you have like a couple of people that like you just hit up about stuff, like I feel like that, and part of it's like once you start talking about something, you're more likely to do it. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, you know, it's like if you have four or five people that you just hit up about stuff, and like, you know, it like if somebody reaches out to me about something, asking if idea is funny or whatever, then that's all of twenty seconds for me to be like, oh yeah, that's super funny or whatever. Right. And right. that's just that kind of crosses the first path because like we all come up with garbage ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. It crosses the first path of like, oh, is this a funny idea or a dumb idea? Like, oh, no, this sucks. I shouldn't do that. Or, oh, yeah, everybody that I've reached out to has said this is super funny. I'll just do it. Yeah. Gotcha. Should we, uh, on that note, should we pitch? Yeah, should we do some, pitch. do some pitching? Let's, let's got to Instead of talking about comedy, let's make comedy. Let's oh, make yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Do you guys, is there like a term for this part of it? Is it like the fish bucket we should be we need to we've been talking about having a nice little transition that has like a sound cue we give it a name it's like the fish bucket glug, yeah glug glug yeah yeah that's <laughs> we love that sound. yeah the, the aquarium <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it needs a name yeah, yeah. that'll it, be our contest yeah that'll be our contest <laughs> name and the if, segment and if you segment. win if, if whoever wins you'll mail them a fish yeah yeah that'd be gross well, we, that'd be really gross <laughs> Like not in ice or anything. Just, Unless they yeah. like fish that are dead and, and sent to them in the mail. Yeah. yeah. Some people might like to. <laughs> we'll we'll mail a fish. If you win, we'll mail a dead fish to yeah. Ted Cruz. And it, yeah. won't be, it will not be an, on ice. It will yeah. just be, it'll be just a dead fish yeah. that you just throw in an envelope. <laughs> now, there's got to be something about sending dead animals to politicians. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. Mean, I don't know. If it's anything like uh, mailing your beard, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we, we sort of explained how this works to you, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I vaguely remember this email. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, let's... So basically, we'll have you pick a number, any number but six, I think is what it is. Yeah, any number but six. Wait, why not six? Because six... Oh, I'm, no, he could pick six. I guess six, you could pick six. But I guess six. now you fucked well, it you up, guys... so now he's not going to... Well, now you will pick six. Yeah, now he will pick six. Yeah, but um, just... I, I'll randomly generate the... The, the number you pick. Yeah, well, yeah, wait, why not six? Is it like... So um, the point of this was oh, we go through this it's every, completely it's, <laughs> we, we yeah. go through this every show and I feel bad for explaining it every show, oh, okay. but they will. We will. Why we not? Can, we can 
cut here and then you could explain it to me and then we can start up again. Okay, great. I'm going to do that. And they're literally going to just go from that line to us starting whatever. And just going to like, just say, and we're back or whatever. Um, because uh, he's supposed to make a wheel and yeah. then you spin the wheel. Yeah. And one little teeny sliver on that wheel, like a one in a million shot is organic oh. sound and movement. Oh, got it. But this way you're giving like organic sound and movement, like a solid 15% shot. Oh, so we do like an improv. Basically. Yeah. There's oh, just okay. very, they're not all improv based. There's like the rant. There's a, you know, monologues, living room, organic sound and movement. But then there's also like call Zappos. Cause if you ask them a question, they have to answer anything you ask them. Oh really? Yeah. So we can just call them and ask them anything and then use their response. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fun bit. I like that. Yeah. Um, another one is like, uh, we, we go on like a certain website. Another one is like, uh, writing prompt from Reddit. Oh, got it. And we just pitch off these different ideas. You should, uh, I feel like you should before the show, Actually, it is funny to me if you guys keep doing it and keep having to explain what <laughs> yeah. You could just before the show be like, don't pick number two, pick number two, one, ten. Don't pick, don't pick six. It's this reason. Yeah. But it is funny to me just the more you have to explain. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah. Yeah. It is, there's something funny about it. Because we are going to build a will and then spin the will. Yeah. Because Jeremiah builds. He just does that. He just builds shit. Oh, that's cool. He's just one of those guys. Um. And so, yeah, so when we made this, we intended on having a wheel already. That's, oh, that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. there would be this little, so like, it's more of a joke so that when you see the wheel, you laugh. And yeah. then that one time when it gets hit, that's the funny part. Uh, so like 150 episodes in when somebody gets organic sound and movement and we have to aim the mics up in the air and then just do organic sound and movement. <laughs> Um, to generate ideas. This is just a pitch. Uh, it'd be really funny if you had a podcast called Sound and Movement, where it was just <laughs> a 20 minute. Every episode was just like, oh, I'm, I'm here with uh, Cardinal Redbird. Uh, just, uh, one word suggestion we got from Twitter is uh, Catamaran, so let's get started. And just do t- <laughs> like a five minute. Oh, that'd be so funny. Yeah, yeah. That would be. I mean, I would, I would find the idea of that funny. I'm not sure if I would listen to it. Right. Somebody would. Yeah, like improv fucking weirdos would love it. Yeah. Doing a five-minute model or a five-minute podcast or ten-minute podcast is just organic sound and movement every week. Yeah, it's just called sound and movement. You get like a suggestion off Twitter and then you just have an improv team and you just do a sound and movement. <laughs> and that's the whole – you don't that's even – <laughs> That's cool. That's funny. Yeah. It's like I would end it on – it's like you do it and then just end it on whatever the first word of the first scene is. Yeah. Or like – because how do you – or I, actually it's even funnier if like – just after about five minutes, you're like, all right, anyways, that's been organic sound and movement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. I like making things that are unlistenable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to keep this whole conversation in. Yeah, sure. Go Might as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're back. And we're, and back. we're back. Boom. Um, all right. So, you know the deal. Yeah. So yeah, pick uh, a, Just pick a number, one to 13. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with five. Okay. Uh Sorry, I have to find it on my notes. Five, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, so, so six a... wasn't sounded movement. <laughs> oh shit! Five was sounded movement. Five was sounded movement. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. we have. To I do guess it we have to do it. Yeah, now. it's I mean, destiny. It is destiny, <laughs> which makes that whole spiel so much better. Yeah. So everybody, <laughs> when we do 
I guess we just move our mics up like this. Yeah, yeah. Just hold your mics up. Uh, yeah. yeah. We gotta move too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Move that's right. that's half of the should thing. We film this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. Yeah, we'll film it. I'll do we a little. Should, uh, yeah. Okay, so, do we need like a word, or do we just go? Um, I've got a suggestifier on my yeah, phone. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. I love it. Okay. Um, well, we're glad it's to have you do this for me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect one. <laughs> the perfect guest for this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, our suggestion. Uh, yeah. Is saucepan. Saucepan. say oh, uh, I just hear people outside right when we're starting to go blah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah it's Los Angeles people yeah, yeah. just be like oh they're doing some fucking acting exercise yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. they're out there doing a Meisner <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're just I, doing like the mirror or whatever yeah. I just always put myself in other people's I'm like well, something's going on in the business then it's <laughs> always uh, weird shit happening in here yeah yesterday I thought there was a Porn being shot, but then I think it was just headshots. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, headshots. cool. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> good workout. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. One thing about that I will say is it was hard, as it always is. I feel, especially in improv, even to generate ideas for me. Okay, so let's just go to the base of like. I wish I had like a pen in front of me, but uh, so we started talking about. We started with sizzling. Sizzling, mm-hmm. like so. Uh, that's something in a kitchen. Is something we could play with. Mm-hmm. Pants. Um, I think that we were whispering. So there's we something... we went to piss. We all were yelling piss at one point. Oh yeah, piss. Yeah, I was thinking there's like a commercial for pee pants. Pants you could pee in. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. went to pants from then. Yeah, pants. Yeah. Uh, then we were like swimming while saying bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were still saying pants, and in my yeah. head. I was like a, a guy swimming, but also looking for pants. 
Mm. Like, oh, okay. hey guys, there's pants. And like, mm-hmm. we're looking for buried treasures. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Maybe mm-hmm. like, hey guys, I found some pants. Like, dude, we're looking for gold, man. But mm-hmm. I found these dockers. Yeah. Uh, um, Before yeah. that, we got qu- like it was really quiet, mm-hmm. like we were whispering, but then we didn't say. And was that still pants? It was like you were secret about the pants, like you were like, hey, um, that makes me think of a sketch about the guy that invented pants, <laughs> and like he wants to keep it. He's like, yeah, nobody fucking copy this. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like funny. he's in he's in the patent office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I just invented. Yeah, I just invented pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like, you know how your dick just kind of blows everywhere all the time? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if there was something that made it so we didn't have to do that? Yeah. 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 That's like pitching pants to old school Shark Tank. That's super funny. I like that a lot. That's yeah. Like, yeah. That's a very fun pitch. Is like, because that's like a world where it's like you're pitching it to it and like one of the guys is just like, I don't know. I kind of like it when my butt gets all dirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but know, I mean, I... we already have shorts. <laughs> you have a guy with a huge dick and he's like, I don't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want people to know. Although yeah, I guess you yeah, can yeah. see uh, there's, there's a really funny, not just sketch, but web series. So let's all shut the microphones off. Yeah. So we can drop it off. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, of, People pitching products that already exist on Shark Tank, and you assume that this is a world where that product does not exist. Mm-hmm. So, like something like pants, or like papers, or phones, or whatever. Mm. Uh, there's something really because there's something very funny about like breaking down the benefit of the breaking down the benefit of something that we all kind of assume that there's a benefit to. Um, oh yeah, but the, really, what is the benefit to it? Oh gosh, so stuff yeah. that's already made. It's in the in the realm that which we could go by, and they're yeah. pitching it again to show you like this is dumb. Yeah, got you. Cool. Right. That's really funny. Yeah. So Someone did like, a web series on that. No, you've oh. been saying like, oh, oh. Let's, like shut this off so we can make it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's really funny. Yeah, and it's like all that you really need for it, like, is just like you could shoot it on the stage of any of the comedy theaters and just dress it to look like Shark Tank and shoot. 10 of them in a day. A day, you know? easy. Yeah, because yeah, it's just Once like, a month and you have two months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, or like that'd be a fun live show where it's just like Shark Tank, Shark Tank with products that already exist or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like we all know like with the characters on that, you would just like, it's like like Mark Cuban would do his Mark Cuban stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, like, and then you could just have like kind of a rotating cast of like uh, comedians and people that we know that are funny. Yeah. And just like, Hey, like, you know, Dave Tooney, uh, you're going to talk to us about, uh, you're going to pitch the concept of helicopters to us, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I think that, I think we all understand what the beats of that would be. Yeah. yeah. That's a great, and that's a, you can map over, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you can map over, like we did a sketch for Dadgene similar to that where we, I played Mark Cuban as well. So each one of them has such a clear point of view. Yeah. Like, you know, their lines, you know what they're going to yeah. say. Like, so the helicopter beep, like. There's too many blades. <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah. Something so like, dumb. Uh, you know, like there's uh, four blades. Uh, you know, yeah. we give you a, give you five hundred thousand dollars. You can make it one blade. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's like that would be a very easy thing to write. That would be like fun. Like I yeah. would watch that. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like and that could be a half hour show if you wanted it to be. That could be cause like a spank take, show. Yeah, it could be a spank. Like you put up, you come up with five or six product ideas, mm-hmm. and then just put it up. 
Yeah, it, it, I, I think it's a great web series idea. Ten yeah. one, uh, you know, a one minute episode a week. Yeah, it's yeah. that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, you know, uh, there's easy visual elements of just like pictures of what their diagram of what pants looks like is. Yeah, it's like what is the early like maybe their first sketch has like like four leg holes or yeah. something. Like what are the extra leg holes for? Well, uh, <laughs> and it's just like uh, I'll give you. F- Five, I'll give you fifty thousand dollars if you make it one like. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so then, from pants, we went to what? Pants. I think that pants went to swimming. Piss, swimming, uh, like yeah, uh, like I'm not really sure. This is like the definition of a half idea, but no, I'm excited about this idea. I'm going to sell it. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, we're, we, we went from bags to swimming. So is there something, a sketch about like how the Pacific garbage patch has gotten so big that that's just what swimming is now is swimming <laughs> in plastic garbage. <laughs> that's really funny. It'd be like a, like a, almost like a, uh, what's that movie called? I think Mel Gibson was in the original. Oh, Water the World. Water World. No. Actually, oh, that's not Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's like big, yeah, Junior Mel Gibson. Uh, yeah, the Robin Hood. Oh, what's yeah, his name? I know what you're talking about. Uh, L, L, oh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. <laughs> the guy that played. Uh, I was thinking of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, that's yeah. his last name. Um, uh, that's really funny that you say Robin Hood, and I immediately go to Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, um, I mean that is the one that most comedians would think of. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, No, no, it was, they just did a remake of it like two years ago and there's like guys playing piano or pianos, guys playing rock guitars on top of, Oh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Was Mel Gibson in that originally? No, but that was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He was was in the original Mad Max. Oh, I thought you meant the the reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Mad Max. Road Warrior and Thunder. Thunder Dome. Thunder Dome. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of a world, like a post-apocalyptic world where people just swim in plastic bags now. Um, there's a, uh, I can't remember, this is a horrible note. I can't remember if this came from a friend of mine or an episode of Beavis and Butthead, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, somebody in the ether of my life, uh, mentioned that like the band Guar, they basically told everybody that you could either wear pants or shoulder pads <laughs> and that those are your two choices so is there something to like wait what <laughs> it's like if you look at the band guar it's right. like everybody either has crazy intense <laughs> shoulder pads like nobody has shoulder pads and pants oh i see what you're saying they yeah. either have this crazy get up like and no shirt on like and then like they're wearing like you know like a leather not like a thong but you know what i'm talking about yeah uh, like leather swim trunks, or they've got pants and like no shirt on or something. Right. But uh, that just makes just the Mad Max thing going off what we were talking about earlier with pants, and that makes me think of like a Mad Max world where, like maybe that's it, where it's just like pants don't exist in the future. And it's just <laughs> like what is what is the, that's that's their equivalent of oil or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do have pants, like, you run shit? Or yeah, pants sure. just don't yeah, exist why not? at all? Yeah, why not? Yeah, like, like, they've got, like, the bullet farmer, like, in Mad Max. They've got, like, the pants farmer. <laughs> like, the zipper farmer or something. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but uh, Waterworld, but Pacific Garbage Patch or something. Mm-hmm. Or Mad Max, but Pacific Garbage Patch. What is that? Is that, like... I think I may have complicated your original idea with no, the Mad no. Max thing. No, it's okay. It's like... Well, uh, you could be like, oh, I'm going, like... 
like be like oh i can't wait beach day you know and you come up and it's just you like playing in garbage you know like tossing garbage all over your face like it's but is that like is that about like something i try to think about if i'm like having trouble with an idea i try to think about like what's the societal thing that's funny about it so it's like plastic bags in the ocean ruining the ocean mm-hmm. yeah it's just like the like which is hilarious. Like the ocean yeah. is like funny. way more really fucked funny. than Waterworld makes it out to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. So mm-hmm. it's like even there being fish in the ocean t- 100 years in the future is like, oh, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of like it's like water, like Waterworld in real life. Not that, but you know what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. Where it's just like it's sort of about how shitty the ocean is going to be in 100 years or whatever. What mm-hmm. if it's like a water park, like a water park that's like a futuristic water park and then all the... The attractions are just plastic bags. It's Disney. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like in adventure land. Maybe it's uh okay, so maybe what it is is uh I like sketches that take place in the future because I think that you get so many free jokes about explaining what happened in the world since then. Yeah. <laughs> or like bet- you know, between now and then. Uh like uh, me and my friend Gene Augusto, we had like a UCB show uh, a year ago or two years ago or something where it was sort of like it was an Apple keynote from 2039. And um, like, you know, the premise of it was it's like a micro there are new iPhones, a microchip that you put in your head and it's like all black mirrory and stuff. But like the biggest laughs in the show came from like us showing the audience like the picture of the United States and it's only like half the country and the other half is on fire (laughs) (laughs) or like having a country called new China. That's like all of China plus all of Russia plus Alaska and California. (laughs) Um, But it's sort of like the, your mind fills in the gaps of like, Oh shit went down. And um, what I think is funny about the, okay. So we're talking about garbage water park. If there was like a, like, kind of like a museum exhibit that you would see with, uh, like, you know, kids from the future and actors who are basically telling the tale of like what the ocean was or what water parks were. Oh, and it's just yeah. Like back when, like, you know, back when water was a thing. And then, like, a kid's like, what's water? <laughs> right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all in the same theme of, like, the world is fucked. <laughs> yeah, the world is fucked. Yeah, you yeah. could do a whole show just called The World is Fucked. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, even a show where it's just, like, yeah, like, the world is fucked. And then it's just, like, you just kind of, like, let your mind wander of, like, how bad will things be in 100 years? Or how good, or, like, what things will be bad, what things will be better. Right. And then, you know, if you want it to be, like, a museum or it's, like, maybe, like, that half-hour show is this stage show. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of the sections could be like, oh, like, you know, well, what's what's that I hear a barking in the distance? I That's a dog. Dogs have been extinct, extinct since 2070 or whatever. Right, you know, right, like, right. And then you get to feel it like why they became extinct. Right? Yeah. And, and that's what the like jokes are. Three you, minute bit about dogs or whatever. You could do then, that. Like if you did a video, it would be really funny to see a post-apocalyptic planet Earth. You know, like where you know how Planet Earth they shoot like all these crazy. Oh yeah, that's that's super fun. Like, like animals, but there are no animals. <laughs> so, so the Planet Earth show is really you know like um, it's fifteen seconds long. <laughs> okay. So what I would do with that, something I've been thinking about a lot lately is it's like, what are things that you could do that, like using the knowledge that you have from sketches, but that aren't sketches. 
So it's like, if you did that, what I would do, you know, assuming infinite budget and infinite time is like make the one minute trailer for it and then actually make a 30 minute episode of it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I feel like that would be, that's like the, the thing that would go viral for lack of a better term. Right. The minute long trailer, like the minute long, tra- well, the min- minute long trailer would do well. But like, if you actually made a full episode of it, oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a way to cheat it where it wouldn't really cost that much. You could probably do it, yeah, like fairly. I mean, I don't know how long. Could you pull? Could you make thirty minutes of, of like no? I mean, I guess yeah, you could. You could really just go all out and find like create a list of things that have gone extinct. Which well, is like then, do like watch a couple of episodes of Planet Earth and just be like. Oh, like how do they how do they structure an episode of Planet Earth? It's mm-hmm. like there's a five minute section that's just about the Antarctic. There's mm-hmm. a four minute section that's about whales. There's mm-hmm. a you know the first act break is like and you'll never guess what happened to Hawaii or whatever. <laughs> right. You know. So like it's just watch like in the same way as like how you would do a spec script for a TV show, just like watch a few episodes of it and just kind of like write down how the show is structured, and then just kind of like write segments based on that. Right. So it's like, you know, and you you might, Planet Earth, I think, is an hour. So, like, the half-hour version would probably be the better version for comedy purposes or even a 15-minute version. But, like, just, like, making an actual episode of it, I think, would, let's, that would be, like, more, like, I guess, fucking insane to me than the yeah. one where you make, like, a minute sketch about it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. That would took, be insane. You took, yeah, you took the a huge amount of time take. to, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's partially what was so great about the the um creases. Yeah. Is that it was like Jesus Christ, you guys put a lot of time into this. Oh, thanks. I mean, I think that that's like that's always been And it was good. Thank you. Like, oh, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, oh, thanks. Really I appreciate good. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like But I think with a lot of that stuff it's like I've got this uh, thing that I'm telling myself a lot lately that's just like what's important is delivery upon premise. So it's like uh we had the idea for a Kanye West Christmas album. Like, did we do that? Yes. Yes. Great. It was a success. It was a success. Like, and like, there were some jokes in there that, you know, all of us are really proud of and stuff. And like, you know, Carl Tart, uh, who was our Kanye West, did a very good job in it. Um, but it's sort of like, ultimately, like, is it this thing that you said it was going to be? So it's like an episode of Planet Earth that is 100 years in the future or after the apocalypse or whatever. It's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like 30 minutes of like gold jokes. It's just, is that an episode of planet earth that takes place after the post-apocalypse? It is great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You did what you set out to do. Yeah. Whether or not it created comedy gold or was hilarious. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You did what you said. There was a funny premise and you went through and followed through with. Yeah. Just like did it deliver on the premise that you pitched. Cause like when you're, I feel like when you're pitching premises, it's like. Or when you're doing a premise for a sketch, you're like pitching the idea to the audience. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, did you fulfill the idea where this sketch is about Donald Trump having gigantic hands or whatever? <laughs> like, did it like did the beats fulfill the premise of that being a sketch with Don, about Donald Trump with gigantic hands? Yeah. Like if it did, 
then it's a success. What would you do if all of a sudden Donald Trump showed up at the podium and his hands were like cartoonishly large? Oh, I would fucking love it. Like, That'd be great. Yeah. Like he, uh, like he, he got, got surgery. Like he surgery, got enhancement. Like, yeah. And then like the whole, very, yeah. <laughs> like it's very clearly he had his hands removed and gigantic, <laughs> or he just had like extra fingers put on his fingers. Right. So his hands are like really long. Yeah. That's pretty great. You see the old fingernail still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. Um, and then, okay. So, and then we went to, we went from swimming in bags. Swimming in well, bags. Well, we did, we did the woo, woo, woo. Like we jumped up and oh, we were going, kaboom. bam, yeah, kaboom. Yeah, bam, kaboom. bam, 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 or whatever. Bam, yeah. yeah. Um, that's just someone that's really excited about the 4th of July to me. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Somebody who's really excited about the 4th of July. What if you're a dog who loves the 4th of July? You know, most dogs hate fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're the yeah. one dog who... <laughs> Okay, so yeah. so really loves the Fourth of July. Um, but I mean that's also like a real person. Like yeah. there are people that love the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. So what's like the heightened comedic version of that? I guess I'm not sure. I mean, there's not like there. There's a Office episode with Dwight Schrute where there's fireworks going off, and he's like, "Yeah," you know, like he's jumping through like firecrackers and stuff, like little kitty fireworks. But he thinks it's like hardcore. Like there's yeah. something about. Um, you know, just the character who loves fireworks, no matter big or small. Maybe it's okay. So this makes me think about um, a commercial for the Fourth of July, like for like a fireworks stand at the Fourth of July, but the guy doesn't know doesn't know that it's the four, that it's called the Fourth of July. He just calls it Explosion Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you ready for for some explosions? It's July Fourth. We all know we all know what that is. Explosion day. Yeah. Uh, like he, all of his he signs. has no fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like missing a tooth. Like yeah. there's like black marks on his teeth from where he was like. Yeah, it's like yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, they yeah. say that the Fourth of July is about the American flag. No, it's about explosions. It's about explosion. Yeah. It's part of the uh, planet Earth a hundred years in advance yeah. and forward. There's no. For that, like the Spank show we were talking about, where it's just like, it's sort of like what's there, like what we think that artifacts that we got from the past are probably way off base of what they actually are. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're just guessing. So even just like, you know, like if you were from 500 years in the future and you saw clips of the 4th of July, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't instantly be like, oh, of course, that's the birth of America. You'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's a day where they celebrated explosions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Because right. that's that's exactly what it would be. Like, if you look at yeah. videos, it's just like a flat, a bunch of flags and then shit blowing up in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's how, like, if you were, like, from 500 years in the future and you just saw that, like, that's what you, yeah, like, that's exactly what you'd think it was. So, like. You know, I think that like there's something funny. This this sketch doesn't necessarily have to take place in the future if it's a commercial for Explosion Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like that logic. And then I think mm-hmm. that like with something like that, it's like sort of like if this is true, what else is true? If this is a guy that calls for the Fourth of July Explosion Day, then yeah, of course it would be funny and it would track if he like didn't have fingers and like right. You know, mm-hmm. he's, like one of the lines is just a third of my body's covered in burns. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like that if it's America's Fourth of July, like there are other like if you talked about going into the future, there are other cultures that 
celebrate with fireworks so it's like the chinese explosion day like you know they're all chinese explosion day <laughs> yeah like the french explosion french day. explosion day like yeah you're just like, celebrating every revolutionary war throughout history yeah just every independence day is just called explosion <laughs> day. yeah yeah i'd watch that sketch yeah i'd be fine with that yeah um the thing yeah. that made me think of um the what was the actual war was it whoosh no it was like, like a Kaboom? Kaboom? I don't know what we were doing. That was like bam, bam, or boom, yeah. boom. Yeah, something like that. It was. It reminded me of like a new type of physical like exercise program. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like had like vocalizing. I don't know, like saying words to weird movements as part of a you know like a new hit exercise. Like everybody in L.A., dude. I yeah. you could sell that in L.A. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, my friend, uh, one of my friends, we were joking about, like, I feel like there is a Christian equivalent to a lot of things that, are, that like, didn't start as Christian things. So it's like, there's Christian metal, there's Christian rap, and, it's, and stuff oh, right. like that. So like, There's we, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's Christian mass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about, like, if, uh, like, would you make a lot of money if you basically just released yoga tapes but just called them jesus stretches oh, shit. oh that's so, that's so great funny, but it's oh like you like you know everybody like now take go go into mount sinai pose now like stand on the cross now do your like moses one or whatever you know like yeah if it was literally funny south park did an episode with with it was with music but yeah. it was it's that same kind of like so great applying like it's like all you got to do is change out like love making songs with jesus and people love that stuff like so anything yeah. you can like pitch on like i would love to see that world of like of the guy literally it's just you it's just the person who's like yeah all right how can i profit from this <laughs> yeah, jesus I, yeah. 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 jesus yoga yeah be like jesus burgers yeah jesus, yeah, jesus burgers. burgers like yeah. christ burgers yeah, yeah. Christ burgers. yeah. <laughs> um but, uh, okay, so we were talking about, like, some, like, vocalized exercise. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, who, who would, like, who would like a vocalized exercise thing? That makes me, that, like, puts me toward actors or singers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's sort of, like, an exercise that's also a breath exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what's funny to me about that is how specific it is. And like how that's, it's such a specific exercise for a specific type of people. So I guess that like the way to make that more of a sketch is to come up with an exercise that's specifically catered toward Adele, not Adele fans, but specifically just Adele. <laughs> so it's like, Hey Adele, like, uh, like, are you know, do you want to get in shape and also work out your voice? Like, uh, oh, that's funny to just and just target that one person, even just like it's like hyper specific, uh, hyper specific workout that's for just one person. People like come try to do it, they're like, no, just Adele, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the end, this the is price. for you only, Adele. Yeah. Adele, call me, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, the price yeah. is five million dollars, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It reminds I, me though, this is uh, uh, we have we got your B roll sketch, yeah, when it's like at the very end, it's like we got your B roll, and then the very end, it's like. You it's want a guy that hit a home run in Game to, yeah, 5? Like, the, yeah, Derek Jeter hitting a home run at Game 5 of the World Series. No, no that's not uh, B-roll. Too specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, I'm a big fan of hyper-specific commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like an exercise that, that is such a specific exercise that would only cater to a small number of people, so why not zoom in? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's super funny because, one, the fact that you're doing a commercial 
the point of commercials is to hit a broad audience. Yeah. Right. Like it's to cater to multiple people to bring in the most business possible. Yeah. So you're effectively like limiting your, your monetary potential by, um, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever justification you want to yeah. have that person. But yeah, it's funny. I've always thought it was really funny to take like clickbait article titles and then just add a name to the end of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, uh, you know, 10 photos of seagulls that you'll never believe, comma, John. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like you're, it's fun to take something like that's supposed to be broad and make it like very specific. Yeah. Right. That's Super great. Funny. That's a really funny idea. Um, cool. All right. I feel like that was the last of our sound and movement. Yeah. yeah. That was very hard for me. We that got was, some really good ideas. I think we did though. get some really good ideas. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it was you that did it with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, I guess. Well, what's hard? What's hard for you about it? Um, I think what's hard for me about it is that you're. It almost lends itself to half ideas. Right. Um, which I mean, you're thinking of it from an improv perspective, though, right? You that, don't like it because you don't like doing improv based on that. But for something like this, yeah, that's a good point. Because we got end up just of living room off, of, do yeah. basically living room off, living, living rooming, living room off a sound and movement. Yeah, basically right. we just did, yeah. which was fine. Yeah. yeah, but when we were in it, it was very hard for me to pull from it. Oh yeah, but you just yeah. like, it's all like A to Cing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, like, uh, you know, uh pants what is like we were whispering pants what's unusual about that treating the concept <laughs> of pants like it's a secret mm-hmm. okay so where what situation would you treat pants like a secret oh if pants aren't invented yet and you're trying to keep it as like a, hush a hush. new invention that's like how that that's like the that's the c and the a to c on that mm-hmm. and then from there you can kind of go in the different directions of like oh is it like somebody's at the patent office and they're like really worried about somebody taking the idea or is it like this is shark tank and they're trying to pitch the idea you know it's like you uh i feel like improv is really useful in sketch and specifically the a to seeing thing because it is just like you take like one thing and then you're like what does that make me think of and then what does that make me think of right um and then from there you can usually figure out something that's like unusual enough that you kind of branch off and figure out what the thing is right it's harder to do in the moment right with improv, yeah. but like there's no pressure for us right yeah, now for so that, we can yeah. sit down and, for yeah. as far as anybody else knows we just yeah. paused this thing and talked about it for 45 <laughs> minutes yeah, yeah. well yeah. like simpsons writers they'll like they'll meditate on a joke for five minutes so like in simpsons writers rooms somebody will say like oh we need a good joke for this and the room will literally just sit in silence for five minutes until somebody's like how about this you know so it's like I wouldn't necessarily worry about like speed of coming up with the idea, especially yeah. for writing. That's a good point because I do think my brain is wired because I did start doing it. I started doing improv, so my brain was always wider. Like hurry, 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 hurry. Yeah, you know, which is yeah. probably the worst place to be in your head for improv, anyways. <laughs> yeah, just hurry. Yeah. Just like you don't have to be funny. You just have to be the first person <laughs> yeah. to say like, get out there, do it, and get the fuck back up to the back wall, <laughs> run to the back, like go, go, go. You can do a Harold in ten minutes. Successful Harold. <laughs> yeah. Um. Great. Uh, cool. So um, let's that's read a, it. Let's yeah. read a sketch. Let's read a sketch. Cool. Okay, sweet. Yeah, this is. We don't have a name for this section either. Do you want to name this section? Uh, it's called the Crab Bucket. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. <laughs> All right. So um, this sketch is called Water Bar. Uh, this was from the pitch that we did with Kale, and then I believe the one 
pagers that we brought in with Carrie. Carrie O'Neill? Carrie yeah. O'Neill. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so interior, hip restaurant, five friends are celebrating Doug's promotion. The waiter, pretentious, approaches and passes out menus. Welcome to Chateau Blanc Blanc. I will be your culinary expert guiding you through this experience tonight. Oh, this is fancy. Culinary expert, huh? This is one of the hippest new restaurants in San Francisco. It has five stars in the Food Star National. Here's the wine list, and also here's the water list. I'll let you peruse those. Let me know if you have any questions. The waiter exits, dug to the group. Uh, water list? That's, that's new. Yeah, they have the, the best water selection in the Bay Area. Whoa. 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 11 bucks for a glass of water? 57 bucks for a bottle? Don't worry, Doug. You got the big promotion. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're celebrating. You can afford it. But it, it's just water. Why is this water so expensive? The waiter approaches. Is everyone here prepared to order? Or do you have any inquiries for me? Um, let's just start with some water. Since we're celebrating Doug's promotion, how about we get a bottle of the 87 Fiji? Excellent choice, madame. Waiter exits. Oh, he called me madame. Someone's getting hit on. Uh, hey, guys, uh, you just ordered a $300 bottle of water. Oh, it'll be worth it. You're going to love it. Isn't it? Isn't it just old water? <laughs> Good one, Doug. Yeah, I knew you were smart, but I didn't think you were funny. Uh, the waiter approaches with a six small water glasses, a regular size bottle of Fiji, and goes through the whole process with the white linens and all that whole thing. This water has a grainy texture with hints of reverse osmosis. It's pulled from a well with a sand bottom and stored for 30 years in aluminum containers. Uh, I thought it came from Fiji. <laughs> Everyone glares at him. Philip nudges him and whispers, Stop it. Don't embarrass us. He pours a very small sip for Ava to taste. She takes it, puts her nose way into it, takes a big smell, swirls her glass. Uh, no legs. What's the perfect body of water? A body of water? <laughs> Uh, sh uh, she sips, gargles loudly, swishes it in her mouth and swallows. Eh, that's acceptable. Doug laughs. The waiter pours very small amounts into each glass, sits the bottle in the middle of the table and exits. Uh, come on guys. Don't you see you're just being taken? It's just water. All water tastes the same. <laughs> nah, you just have the palate of a dog is all. You want us to serve you tap water in a metal bowl? You can lick it on your hands and knees? Uh, maybe we can cup some toilet water for you and you can drink it out of the hands. It's just water, guys. The waiter approaches. Is that a problem? No, I was just wondering if you could describe this uh, 1999 Aquafina for me off the menu. Certainly. It is a grainy texture with hints of reverse osmosis. It's uh. pulled from a well or sand bottom installed for 18 years in an aluminum container. Yeah, how about this uh, 2008 Dasani? Of course. It has a grainy texture with hints of reverse osmosis. It's pulled from a well with a sand bottom installed for nine years in an aluminum container. Thanks. Uh, we need a minute. Waiter exits. Everyone's quiet. Looking down, Doug feels vindicated. <laughs> Let's just order food and move on. Cool. Uh, the food here sucks. Blackout. Sketch. Yeah. And that's a sketch. Then out, then out. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, I think this is uh, super funny. So the basic pitch of it is it's like uh, a restaurant that serves water but treats it like it's like champagne or wine or whatever. Right. And here's the, yeah. the, the trick to this is was – that was sort of the original pitch. Do you remember how this originally went down, Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It we, was 
was, yeah, it was just a guy who was a connoisseur of different waters. Like Weird. Fiji was like we. I think the original pitch was Kale said, "I hate people who like won't drink out of tap water. Right? Yeah. Like, it's like like they have a specific water they drink. Like if there's anything that's fucking different about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then um, we started with just the first page was just a couple, and it was almost like it, it was too argumentative. Got so we it. were trying to hide that by making it a bigger group. That was sort of the gist. I mean, I think with something like this, it's like a uh, a note that I've heard with um, like transactional sketches, which is like uh, sketches where uh, like you know sketches where somebody's buying something or something like that is like it's always easier to make the customer the unusual one um, because if the business is what's weird the customer could just leave interesting um, like that's a good point um yeah and an easier way to do that is to i think like so okay so the version of this that like just sort of i mean you know it's already been written so it's just a pitch on a pitch is it's like if you make it a normal restaurant but the customer is only concerned about what kind of water it is to an annoying degree right it's just like Oh, like, ta- I mean, let's see. I mean, like tap water, um, or like, wait, what is this from the tap? Um, like, yeah, you know, we serve all of our customers tap water that's been filtered. What was in that filter? Uh, charcoal. Uh, what kind of charcoal? Like uh, charcoal from oak trees. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of figuring this out in my head. Um, yeah. Uh, or that what- way it does though, like make it. It makes, I mean, I guess the first thing is like, you have to concede that there would be a restaurant that would one sell the water. Right. So now it's, it's that same kind of like thought of like, is multiple weird people in this scene funnier than just one weird person? Yeah. And it's sort of like, I feel like the justification is off. Mm. It's sort of like, like, I feel like everybody's immediately on board and that, it, and like the justification is just like, oh, it's San Francisco. San Francisco is weird, right? That's exactly like so. Well, it basically, the reason I picked that area was because they legitimately have restaurants that serve like twenty dollars slices of bread. Yeah, um, and people talk about how great the bread is, but like we all know it's just bread, right? I mean, yeah. And so, like, so I'd go away from that then. Yeah, I think that. Um, so. With something like this, I would like, like water is sort of one level. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you, if, if the comedic truth of the sketch is that, um, like kind of two hip restaurants will charge too much for basic things as a means of cred or the amount of money that you spend on something is directly equated to how good it is, then I would either have everybody's justification be like, like, you know, like the waiter is just like everybody at the table is like, oh, we'll just take a couple of waters. And um, you establish earlier that somebody's like, you know, like this place is really expensive. And like, you know, like that, that that's like why it's good or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the, they ask the waiter for a couple of waters and the waiter's like, okay, just, you know, our waters are $100 each. And everybody's just like, oh, it's going to be some damn good water, you know? Um, and then you just have every little thing be a little bit more expensive and everybody's reaction is they're like on, like there's one person that straight mans it, but everybody else is just like, Oh, like 
Going to the bathroom is $500. Oh, that's going to be a real nice bathroom. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. In, so that in Russia, the toilets were very expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were they nice? Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's like not a... five bucks nice, but. Yeah, yeah. I have um, a question about. So it seems, and this is hard. I've been getting, well, I think I've been getting better and better at it lately. But so, like, the straight man on this, in this scene, he, to me, he seems like he says a lot of the same stuff over, like, well, yeah, like this is weird. Yeah, this, this is weird. Right, this right. is whatever. When, when I get that feeling, I'm always like, okay, so uh, what, like, lines or what jokes, that's an opportunity for a joke. You don't need to repeat his same yeah. multiple times, but it's an opportunity for a joke. So would you have any joke pitches on, like, the straight man or, like, any ideas of how he can still get, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, basically. Yeah. It's like, so I, I think that one way to do this is, um, it might have just been our read of it, but I feel like everybody in the sketch is sort of, they're like around the same emotional level. Even the straight man is just like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, I think that one way to do this is to like have them height, uh, like with this sketch, it's like there isn't really a lot that heightens outside of maybe the water getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, but a way to heighten it and like Neil Campbell used to say this all the time is like heightening the straight man so one way to do this is just to have the straight man get increasingly more like what the fuck mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right you know um, but in, in order for him to get that way then people have to push him more too or even just like I mean honestly everybody could be pretty just like Oh, like, yeah, like, you know, 89 Dasani, that sounds really good. Oh, that'll be $200. Why the fuck are you spending, you know, like... <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, like... Because it shows he cares about that. Like, he's... It's like that love-hate thing. Like, people love to see people who have opinions about... Yeah. Like, someone... Guy Stevenson told me that the other day in a class. Uh, he was like, people don't necessarily care about, like, how housewives live, mm-hmm. you know? But... People love watching housewives care about shit that they don't care because there's a passion about it, you know? Like, they care to watch about a passionate person, not an impassionate person. Well, I think that something like this, it's like, when in doubt, it's uh, easiest to heighten the emotion that you felt when you first came up with the pitch. So, uh, Kale's pitch was that he thinks it's really annoying that people pay too much for bread at restaurants or whatever, right? It was water. It was water. specifically people that think they can... Like boxed water for $5 or Right, whatever, exactly. Right? Yep. So it's like, why not just like start there and then just make it like, oh, the sketch is, this guy is really, it's, it just gets very, like this guy's very annoyed by water costing $5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you just heighten it through his annoyance. Right, um, that makes sense. I get that. And like that way it's like, you know, you don't necessarily, it's like, uh, you know, you have, um, like the way that you would do the sketch is it's like, um, like boxed water could be one beat, um, you know, uh, like tap water would be like a third beat, kind of a rest beat where it's like this tap water. Oh, it's free, but I'm still mad about that boxed water, (laughs) you know, uh, it's sort of like you get away from it, but then this person just can't get over the boxed water is $5 or whatever. Right, right. So it's starting with an emotion, not building to an emotion. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, because right now it's just like, oh, that's 
It's like, oh, that's unusual. Yeah, that's unusual. When you could just already be like, I fucking hate paying for water. Like, and it be legitimate. Because when I went to Europe recently, um, they don't, you have to ask, uh, well, when I was in France, you had to ask specifically for tap water or they'd bring you like yeah. bottled water and you had to pay for it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's expensive. So like having someone, like a way to be like, all right, and here's the water that uh, you guys wanted. Be like, whoa, 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 I don't, I don't want to pay for water. I want just normal tap water. Like, be frustrated. Um, I would start more from a like. I would start. I would start with something like boxed water because I feel like that's something that like, it's like boxed. water. I think that a lot of us will agree that boxed water is just kind of a weird concept for something. Right. And it is just a little bit more expensive. Um, like, I think that something like that. It's like, the sketch is coming off of a misunderstanding so it's like if you know if somebody oh, oh, oh yeah i get somebody, you somebody right. accidentally pays for water that's right. five dollars or whatever right. and they're like mad at the waiter then yeah. it's like the waiter's just sort of doing their job different direction right yeah i guess yeah. my what i was trying to say was just you want to initially be irritated it's like about... everybody except for the straight man should just be like yep five dollars for box water that's yeah. a great idea right. you know like, yeah. right yeah uh everybody should be on board except for the straight man for something like that. Mm -hmm. And the straight man is just sort of Kale's voice in that of like, what the fuck? Like, right. You know, um, but that's, uh, it's sort of like heightening the emotion of it. And I think that's just an improv thing too. Right. It's just like, right. When in doubt, pick an emotion and stick with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you could even have it where it's like, if, if they're the unusual thing in this scenario, then you just have it be like, you know, they kind of have like an outburst about boxed water being $5 and then you get away from it. And like, you know, the waiter brings the bread and like everybody eats the bread and they're like, Oh, this is good bread. And the straight man's just like, Oh, this is really good bread, but I still can't get over that fucking $5 boxed water. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's funny. You know? And then, um, like, you know, the guy gets down on one knee, opens up a box. Like he's about to propose to his girlfriend. And then he's just like, honey, will you, tell me that you're also annoyed by that yeah. $5 box of water, you know, like, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So it turns into his obsession of one, not being able to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, right. it kind of just calling it out more and more. It's sort of like, way. it comes from a real, uh, the unusual thing is that this guy is so annoyed by water being five, by boxed water being $5 or whatever. Right. And I feel like you can keep a lot of the same, you can keep a lot of the characters and a lot of the same stuff in the sketch. It's just like, I feel like that's a way to, you know, like I'm more from the UCB school of things and that's just like you establish a game, heighten it and get out. Right. And um, that's sort of like what my take would be on it. Um, like, or, you know, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, like that's if, if somebody gave me the pitch of like water is $5, like box water is $5 and people pay it that would be kind of like where I would go with it. Right. But, um, that's sort of, let me see, uh, pitches on this sketch. So I wasn't sure if you wanted like rewrite notes or just like no, joke pitches. Oh, whatever, whatever. Doing, anything man, you great. want. Like that's, yeah. yeah, whatever you're doing. Like that's just uh, sort of the thing. We just sort of talk about it and figure out what, what works, what, what, what does works like, and what yeah, doesn't, what could work better, different, you know? Yeah. I think it just needs like, it needs more of an emotional engine. Like, um, I think that the concept is super funny and I think there is like a comedic truth to it. of just like, why the fuck do people spend $5 for boxed water or whatever? Right. But, um, you know, uh, I think that, um, 
there are a couple different ways you can go like heighten the emotion of it make the guy who's make the straight man real annoyed by it or uh like just make it so that it's like different things that cost a lot of money that people are impressed by mm. so it's just like oh. oh you know would you like to sit at a table like oh yes of course you'd like to sit at a table it'll be twenty dollars oh this is a great restaurant twenty dollars for a table like oh, yeah, yeah it must be great. great yeah yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. idea too i like that yeah yeah, yeah. cool um, cool that's it's great. sort of like a like uh, kevin mcdonald calls it the about about where it's like what's the what's the like societal thing that this sketch is about and then like heighten that so right. Like I was People spending that. money on unnecessary luxuries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or paying too much for something that they That's, don't need to. Yeah. It's like a fake luxury. Yeah. Yeah. And then right. it's like, in that case, you're not, it's like the, like the, the outrage toward the luxury is more the thing than I think heightening the luxury or whatever. For sure. Right. right. Yeah. It's like you yeah. really only go like one beat on heightening the luxury of it, mm-hmm. I think. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good idea. You can't, good yeah, note. you don't, won't have a lot of mileage out of doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to get funnier to say like box water versus yeah, water that's 50 years old. Right. I mean, there is a yeah. way to heighten it where it's just like this water contains some sludge and everybody's like, <laughs> oh, great. You know, like, yeah. right. It's like either, or if you want to, keep it in this keep it like this then just make the water weirder because mm-hmm. like once you get water that's 10 years old and 30 years old they're kind of the same thing mm-hmm. but if you get water that was like pissed out of a goat or yeah, something yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You right know? that's funny yeah that's funny um cool but yeah i don't know cool great notes yeah, yeah. we did it guys we, we made a it. podcast yeah awesome so uh you want yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah yeah plug some stuff plug everything yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at JoeyTainment. Um, you can listen to my other two podcasts, 25 Minutes of Silence, and You Should Love Wrestling, both on BoardWalkAudio.com. Um, if you are free on April 24th and you're in Los Angeles, um, go to a show called Chats on Cats at UCB Sunset at 10.30 p.m. It's a late-night talk show all about cats that I host. And then um, March 31st, UCB Franklin Midnight. Um, I... Uh, along with a guy named Justin Donaldson and a guy named uh, David Brown have a show, a very fun late night show called Fuck This Late Night Show. The concept of it being somebody puts on a late night show while a team of writers actively ruins that late night show. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. So <laughs> come out. That's fun. Great. Yeah. Cool. Dad Gene, second Sunday of the month, nine o'clock, May 10th. I'm doing a show at the Comedy Central stage here nice. in LA uh, called The Tonight Shows. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. That's it for me. Um, follow us on, well, you can see, uh, Ms. Smith at iOS, um, third Monday, no third Sunday of the month mm-hmm. and, um, follow us on Twitter at Fupod, rate review, subscribe iTunes yeah. and, uh, that's it. Oh, we need a tag. Yeah. We need a tag. We don't have a tag. Hey, let's go catch some fish. Glug, 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 glug. Great. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now